and welcome again for another episode of Wise Women Wednesdays. I'm Jennifer Regular, a soul-centered empowerment coach from Lighting the Path, and I'm also the host here at Wise Women Wednesdays, where we bring inspiring women from around the world to share their story, their experience, and tools for really becoming into your own power. So today we have Susan Regier from London, Ontario. She is an in-demand copywriter, a brand storyteller, and business transformation coach, recognized for her strategic thinking, creativity, and deep intuitive skills. Susan is adept at uncovering the essence of a brand. That is the differentiating piece that sets you apart from others in your industry. Susan's transformative learning and coaching programs help her clients create a business that they are passionate about and attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately have more flexibility and freedom in your life. She's here today to talk to us about being true to yourself and to be brave enough to share your story to inspire and create impact. Welcome, Susan. It's so wonderful to have you here today. And it's so great to be here and to see you again, Jennifer. It's been such a while since we've seen each other, and I really appreciate this opportunity to share. This is so true. I used to live also in London, Ontario, and then moved to Victoria, BC a few years ago. And here we are on Zoom, which is kind of where the world meets nowadays. (laughs) It sure is. (laughs) Yeah. So it sounds like you're really passionate about your work, Susan. Can you share when you knew that was your passion when it became your passion? What was your journey? Wow. Well, I started out and I'm going back many years. Like I started my business back in 1997, Vantage One Writing. But before that, even I knew I wanted to uh, be my own boss, have my own business. My father had his own businesses. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial family and I was working in a job, not that I was really happy with. Um, It was okay, but writing on the side and being published, mainly children's stories, parenting articles, but getting my name out there and it was great, but I knew I wanted to take it to the next level, but I was scared. So just like so many people, you know, you've got a job, you've got a regular paycheck coming in. So it's, it's a scary proposition to step out of that. And it came to me, um, I received that push that I needed in the form of a a truck hitting the rear of my vehicle and um, horrible injuries in which I could not work for 10 weeks, got fired from my job because I couldn't work. And uh, that really pushed me into starting my own business. So I was probably at the lowest of the low. I could feel a lot of great friends around me giving me the encouragement to step out of that place and you know take some more courses and learn how to start a business. I knew my craft, but I needed to figure out how to start a business and really step into that um, unknown and where magic begins, like really when you take that leap. And I did that. And it, you know, the journey has been not a straight road by any means. And there's always twists and turns and turning from copywriting, really letting go of the perceived notions that I had to be perfect. Um, I think a lot of Uh, people feel that they have to be perfect at whatever they're doing, especially as a business owner, they don't want to let other people in to know their insecurities. 
but really when you let that go and let others in and um, being comfortable to learn more, to let go and let other people help you out, again, that's another big one, then really um, things will unfold. And eventually I started working with other business coaches and um, became, you know, became a coach myself um, so that I can help others create a business that they're passionate about. But it's been a longer journey, um, but fun and so many lessons along the way. It's been great. Yeah, there's so many pivots that we go through, don't we? But mm-hmm. through all of them, we evolve from that. And it sounds like you've been gathering your community along the way, surrounding yourself with other coaches and the training that you need and having confidence in your craft and the willingness to learn how to how to bring that out into the world. And it's really about taking a leap of faith, like you said, too. And I love the acronym for faith about finding answers in the heart. So when we really get that chance. Um, sometimes it's under unfortunate circumstances, like a vehicle accident, but a chance to really get to what's really important. And even when we're off and away from things, then we get a glimpse into the things that we miss or a new direction that we want to take. Yeah, it's and it's really important that when you're going through these twists and turns, because you don't know where they're going to take you. And some of them, well, you'll come to a roadblock because they're not following your passion. And a lot of that is because other people are telling you what you should be doing, you know, horrible (laughs) should, you know, you should be doing this, you should sell this product. Um, And it's really not in alignment with who you are and really what you want to become. So it's important that you, you know, sometimes you're going to be taking those twists and turns, but really stopping when you realize this is not in my path, this is for, you know, somebody else's path and, and their journey. And that's fine too. But tapping into that passion for you, because if you're not passionate about what you're doing, why are you doing it? Yeah. I know I was remember um, I was leading a workshop um, and one of the participants in the class came up to me and told me she was a highly intuitive individual and was working with a demographic that she could not be herself and she and I said why you've got all of this magic about you all of these things that you can do but you can't show them with your audience why are you working with them and she just stopped and she had to realize that it wasn't her right audience but she could do everything she wanted to do but just switch gears to the right people to have the right clients And she started crying because it's really impactful when you realize you could still do what you want. You might just have to shift who you're working with, Mm. or maybe you have to shift a little bit on what you're doing and it's going to be that much better. So there are the twists and turns, but where they're leading you, it has to be right for you, not for somebody else. Right. Yeah. And that really helps us step into our authenticity and have greater impact in who we serve if we're aligned with the right people and have the right alignment. And And that's what we want to do. We want to have that impact. Yeah. So when I'm working with some of my clients, like if they, they come here, if I'm coaching them to try to figure out what, what it is really that they can do to serve their customers. And I like to say that it's serving them better than selling to them. But when they're telling me what they're doing, 
I can see, you know, when that light goes off in their eyes and their whole face is just lit up. Yes. And if it's not, I call them out on that because you're, you're, you're not following your passion there. You're just doing it because there's money there. Yeah. And there's actually more money when you're following your passion, passion, you know, the right path. So you've got to make sure that it is an alignment, but when they're telling me exactly how they serve their customers, that's when we can figure out what next step they can do to even enhance that. And And it's just better for everybody. Huge impact. And sometimes they don't even realize, right, what they're truly capable of. You know, I know there's a lot of women who feel like they're not good enough. And like you said, if you're a business owner, you have kind of have a reputation to protect and you want to live up to a certain image. And um, what are your suggestions for overriding that imposter syndrome that might come up? That That's a huge thing for me yeah. because I just totally encompassed that when I started out talk about imposter syndrome like wow I was afraid to let anybody really see the true me I didn't even want to go take a workshop somewhere local that somebody might see me because in case I thought I wouldn't know what I'm doing Ah. it's crazy like when you think about it because you were always continually learning but I was at a seminar one time and the the speaker and I really wish I could remember the speaker because it was so impactful for me said, what would you do differently if you knew you could not fail? Mm -hmm. And I really thought about that and took it to heart. And at the time I was about a year into my business and I really wanted to go to an ad agency and do freelance work with an ad agency. My portfolio at the time was minuscule. You know, it, you know, I'm working one-offs. I'm not, I'm just starting out. And I thought, why would they hire me? But what would you do differently if you knew you could not fail? Well, I would go to an ad agency and talk to them and show them the portfolio that I have. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I, I went to a few different ones and worked with a couple and they were okay. And one of them, it took about a year, their copywriter um, quit. And I have been freelancing with them since that for over 20 years. Oh, wow. And because of that, I've been able to have the opportunity to work with some amazing international accounts, which when you think about it, like that really enhances my credibility, builds my portfolio, but it's so much more, it's fun. It's steady income when I get to do, um, you know, working with other clients as well. So I can work with the big brands and also with new entrepreneurs starting out and different ones in between. So it really gave me that flexibility um, and all I had to do was reach out. That's all I had to do and not be afraid of a no. Yes. To take there's the a risk. lot of, there's a lot, take a risk, but there's a lot of things that hold us back, um, mm. hold everybody back. And you just need to step out of your comfort zone and do that one thing. You know, if you could, if you knew you weren't going to fail, what would you do? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Yeah. What would you do today if you were brave? Yeah. So that's one way to encourage um, the confidence that it takes to to take a leap of faith and take a risk and to really step up and be able to be of the highest service. Right. Mm -hmm. But like you said, you work with different brands. You also work with entrepreneurs and there's, there's entrepreneurs and solopreneurs out there that 
um, are trying to create a brand, but really the brand is them in that case. So how do you tap into the essence and, and help them with that personal branding? So the very first thing that I, um, that I would do is really to tap into their story. Yes. Uncover who they are, where they've come from and how they've got to where they're, where they are now. We look at, of course, at who they're working with, um, you know, who is their clients and what is, what are their offerings, but it really comes down to their story mm. because when we can share their story in a way that is impactful and, um, engaging, I mean, first of all, it has to be engaging, but it, there's bits of that story that come through that other people reading it on their website, for example, or listening to it on a podcast, they're going to relate to, and there could be just one tiny little statement or incident that they're going to relate to that that's going to make all the difference and want them to learn more. They're going to want them to become, you know, to hire them, for example. And it could be that your kids are in the same dance class or in the same, you know, art program, that type of thing. It could wow. be something so small. Now, of course you can't list everything in your story and that's why you share things over time and you want to keep writing and blogging and, and getting your information out there. You don't want to just do one great big, um, download tell your life. whole life story yeah. at once yeah <laughs> people aren't ready to read a memoir right away but um you you want to put find those those key pieces and that's one of the things that um I work with my clients to do that ah so you help them pull out those golden nuggets it's, it's really, fun it's really fun yeah it must be so much fun and you discover so many new things and it's so great to have a witness and somebody that can kind of massage that and and shape it into you know being able to more fully embody your truth and your personal brand. So that really shows yeah. up in your business. I remember you one any client, tools that you use. Oh, sorry. You have a client. Yeah, I, I just remember one client. She said, yeah. there's nothing. I have nothing. There's nothing in my story. Oh. I have nothing. I have no story, <laughs> but you know what? We all have a story right. and everybody's is unique and fabulous because you're just so used to it. It's not a story to you. That's right. And that's what makes us unique in our brand and in our business mm -hmm. is our story, right? That's, That's right. what sets you apart because no one has the same story. But like you said, there's threads of it that people do relate to and connect yeah. with. And that connection is so important as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So are there certain tools that you use or just have a kind of an intuitive way of bringing that out in someone? from somebody's story, then mm -hmm. um, I actually have a questionnaire I have, um, and I give that to them to, to work through. They answer these questions. I, um, there's about 10 questions in total. And it tells me a lot. And it tells me what's not there. Mm. Um, I can see the holes. Um, and, and that it's the most fun for me to read and going, ah, this one word, there's a story with that one word and I can see that. So that's where the intuition comes in as well. Um, one person happened to mention a, a photographer recently that um, had, had happened to take a photo of the queen or something along that line years ago. Well, there was a massive story behind that and he didn't think it was important. Huh. And, you know, you're taking pictures of photo photographing the queen of England <laughs> As a, as a, a kid, 
that ha- there's importance behind that. And he was just going to push that off. But there's little things, um, even on how you started out in your business. And that's something to really look at. What was that inciting moment that really got you interested? Mm. And there's stories around that. Um, and you never know where they're going to go. So when I work with them, I always get my clients to, to answer those questions and send them to me. But I often recommend they work with somebody to answer them. I know when I did my own years ago, I worked with my daughter and she would ask me the, the question. I would give her the answer and she'd go, wow, I didn't know that. Well, the, and then it went off onto a tangent to, to get more information. And that's when, uh, you know, a lot of the information flows. So the good, the good stuff comes out. Yes. That's so exciting. And then what happens Do people, are these people that are sharing on stage or writing about it or what, what ends up happening after once they get their story? So everybody, no matter what you're doing, you need to share your story, whether you're um, a salesperson, so selling insurance, selling real estate, um, selling whatever, (laughs) you know, whether like if you're, your business is in sales, working with somebody else as an entrepreneur or somebody in a front line that people need to connect with you. You have to share your story um, because it, it is relationship building. And that's everything is today is building relationships. And it's got to start on your website. You've got to have a really good story there mm-hmm. about your brand, about you. Sometimes it's the same thing. So you've got to encompass them both together. Um, so then like, if there is um, a real unique piece to your story that you wanted to share when you're speaking on stage, mm-hmm. if you speak on stage, you would not put that in your story on your website or give it as an introduction because that would blow everything when you're speaking. And that's a a main component of your story, Uh, right? So you want to hold things back. So it depends on what your business is and how you're relating to others on how that's going to come across. Okay. So There's there's a lot of things when you're talking on stage, if you're talking on stage as a speaker mm -hmm. that you would ruin the punchline of the whole impact of the story if they already knew that ending in advance. So you don't want to have that in there. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So how do people work with you then, Sue? Because it sounds like, you know, this would be really applying for everyone out there. As you said, there's all, it goes across all kinds of professions, whether it's service, product, sales oriented. yeah, well, today, today, because of uh, the pandemic, obviously everything is online. Yeah. Um, but often I have people who, who will come in um, when I coach, work with my clients in a coaching program and work one-on-one, we can either do it on Zoom or people come to my home and we work together uh, for a full day or half day or, or whatever. And then plus we have other, uh, the, like a coaching program where we work together to create their key messages. And that's one thing that I do a little bit differently is that I work hands-on because I love to write and I'm a copywriter. I teach them how to do it so they don't always have to hire somebody like me, but um, I work with them to make sure that their messages are word perfect. Yes. (laughs) They're ready to go. So we create the entire um, marketing package for them. 
That's fantastic. And as you mentioned about the in-person, I just want to make a correction because I mentioned that Susan's joining us in from London, Ontario, and that's where I knew her. But since then, we've both moved and she's now in actually St. Joseph's, Ontario. That's, so That's right. Yeah, Between and in a beautiful location by the lake, too. So yeah. wouldn't it be nice to be able to be there when we could? and um, experience all of this in person one day yes. <laughs> and my clients they go for a walk down to the lake and yeah mm. it's, it's a great way to kind of get out of your own area so that you can think differently and that's yeah. what happens when you've come into a, go anywhere on any learning retreat you you learn things differently by you know all of the surroundings and everything else um, that go along with it yeah, so I would really recommend people to go to Susan's website and sign up to be on her list because whether it's online or in person, there's so much that can be offered, that can be revealed, that can be discovered, things that you might not even realize about yourself, you know, that might come up and be able to accelerate your brand in any way that um, you see fit. And digitally speaking, I think you mentioned before to me that you had some new apps that you had that you wanted to share. Yeah. Um, so if anybody is interested in, you know, writing stories, writing brand stories. So that's another part of it is writing stories that reflect your brand, which could be, um, you know, stories about their customers or a, a customer experience, you know, anything like that. Oh, so on right. my website. Um, susanregear.com. If you go mm -hmm. down under the um, workshops tab, there's um, strategic storytelling for client attraction. It's free. You can, and there's a link there and it takes you to curious.com. And that actually gives you two, two free months on curious for all of their products, but you can get that one for free as well. But there's a couple of other apps I've started using lately that I absolutely love. So one of them I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, is called Otter, O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. And for people who think, I don't like writing all of this information down, it takes too long to write, you can just record it. And it's probably the best software because it transcribes it for you and it does it well. Wow, <laughs> it, it, amazing. It's, it's darn near perfect. <laughs> uh, there'd be a few things I always go back and look at it right away but I can record even zoom calls if I'm interviewing somebody uh -huh. and I have the whole conversation there, which is really good. Um, obviously grammarly.com. Um, hopefully everybody uses that, but here's another one. If you're interested in writing, maybe you write writing um, a book or writing um, short stories and it was got, got different scenes, whether it's for your work or for pleasure, it's called Scrivener. So it's S-C-R-I-V-E-N-E-R, Scrivener.com. And you can do 30 days for free. And then it's it's like $70. It's not expensive to buy, to ha have access. And 30 days for free gives you 30 working days. Not if, So if you take a week off, they don't count that. But it divides your work into chapters and scenes and helps you organize it. And then you can... Um, export it as a book. Really? So it's going to save you so much money if you decide to publish something um, because it, it's got it formatted in the right way. Awesome software. That's so brilliant. there are a few things that I wanted to share that are, <laughs> that you, you know, no cost or low cost. So. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that because those are amazing tools that people can be able to help 
with what they're trying to put yeah. out there. Yeah, that's incredible. Yes, absolutely. And Susan, do you have any final words for us? Um, any more wisdom to impart? <laughs> well, the big thing I th I think is to drop the perfection. Ah. And as a copywriter, um, that was a big thing for me because I thought I had to be perfect in everything. But to remember that perfection is in the eye of the beholder. So if I had a blog post written and edited and I let it sit overnight, I would make a few changes. I could let it sit overnight and make a few more changes and so on and so on. And it would never get posted. Hmm. You're better to get it posted. And if there's a, if you find an error later, go in and correct it. It's easy to do, but get your work out there. So drop the perfectionism and instead get your, get your stuff out there. So people know who you are and where you are and how, and the, why you, what's your story? Yes. Drop the perfectionism. There is a saying too. Um, well, maybe it's not a saying, but another tip that I heard recently as well is just to be yourself and that perfectionism can actually repel people. You know, it's like you oh. say, it's more about the connection and being authentic and being yourself rather than being perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you're, nobody else is you. So <laughs> don't try to do So there's else. no comparison, really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for being you, Susan Rigger. And it's been such a pleasure having you here on Zoom. And tune in with us again next week for another Wise Women episode. And I'll have all the links to connect with Susan down below, including the access to those apps. And um, we hope to see you all here again soon. Take care Thank for you. now. Thank you for being here. Thank you.